questions about yesterday's animation animations. Saturday morning cartoon fair. Days past to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nickelodeon. Thundercats. Ghostbusters. Transformers. DuckTales. Days. Days. Days past to That's not a particularly deep show. So you will like us. And welcome to the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. This week, it's a holiday again. Yes, once again. We only record when the holidays <laughs> are in the vicinity. Uh-huh, pretty much. Luckily, if you check a calendar, there's probably a holiday you're going to find on that day. Cake day, yeah, there's, yeah. there's something for everything. Man, I, I remember I, when I was worked as a server, uh-huh. someone would come in and be like, hey, did you know that it's Friday? You guys are running a special on fries. <laughs> Shit like that. And I'm just like, who who decides these things? Yeah, uh-huh. so you took the energy and we put it into the podcast. Into a podcast. Right? Okay. We said, hey guys, did you know that Earth Day uh-huh. is this week? <laughs> now that's a real holiday. It is. No, that's it a real is. holiday. It's something to hang your hat on. Last year we talked about the Toxic Crusaders, the cartoon starring the Toxic Avenger and some other mutated friends. Uh, they took the approach of gross equals cool. Yep. And they're ugly toxic people, toxic in the, the classical sense, not the woke sense of like you're a toxic personality. Right. Uh, they're going to tell you about how important the environment is while looking gross as hell. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of in that zone again today. We're in the same realm. Yeah, yeah. It's similarities. Yep. Now the realm specifically that we're going to, of course, is the land of crawfish, uh-huh. jazz and fan boats. Yep. We're going <laughs> to Louisiana, baby. Ooh, Nolens. Most of that state is gumbo, correct? 98% is gumbo. It's bayous, it's swamps, uh-huh. it is, it's wetlands, marshes. I don't, I mean, I know swamps and bayous are out yep, there, that's yeah, for sure. 90, 98% gumbo. <laughs> Well, out in those swamps, there is a legend. Okay. What is it? He's not, they say it's a he. Yeah. It's not a man. Okay. And it's not, it's, it's a thing. It's more of a thing. Okay. It's the subject of today's episode of Days Past Tunecast. It is the swamp thing. Swamp thing. (laughs) Oh my God. You are amazing. Yeah, they did that. You just heard the theme song for the cartoon series from 1990 called Swamp Thing, starring the DC Comics character Swamp Thing. Yep. <laughs> they they said, what do kids want to hear in 1990? Uh-huh. This sub-ZZ-top metal blues version of the Trog's Wild Thing. Yep. <laughs> with, with the most playground rewrites applied to it. Oh, man. This is really going to sweep the nation. Yes, the Swamp Thing, uh, he's on the periphery of pop culture. A lot of people could point to, they also could probably point to just like a swamp Uh and say he's out there or an assemblage (laughs) of foliage and just say, I think he's there. Uh This star of adult comic books and horror movies got his own cartoon series in 1990. That beat the Toxic Crusaders to air. They owe, I think he, he walked so they could run. Or he crawled, he shambled through the swamp <laughs> so that they could get melted by radioactive chemicals. He slogged through it. The genre that I'm going to apply to this cartoon and that one, and I, I hope there are other ones like it yeah. out there, Saturday morning body horror. <laughs> like if David Cronenberg made a superhero cartoon yep. for you in 1990, this is what it would be. Uh-huh. Gunk is cool and green is in. Right. Travis, what did you know about Swamp Thing going into today's podcast? I mean, so... What I knew was out of all the cartoons we cover on this podcast, I had the most toys out of this toy line. Really? Yes, sir. And so I knew he was just a uh, a swamp thing, man. (laughs) That's it. A humanoid plant uh, elemental creature. He is so pervasive Uh in pop culture without anyone necessarily knowing his origin or anything like that and being able to name any character connected to him or point to a story, the average person could call something a swamp thing Uh and we all know what they mean. (laughs) It's just shambling (laughs) mess of plants with eyes, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I knew of the swamp thing. I didn't know his origins, though. Okay. I I didn't know the comic book folklore and history. It's He's been around for a long time. Yeah. On one hand, it's very easy to boil him down to... Well, don't do that. Don't, Don't... 
boil them. <laughs> That's down, true. Though. He may, yeah. yeah. Well, for starters, spinach is better for you if you don't cook it. Mm. Most vegetables are. So you want to, if you really yes. want to enjoy your swamp thing and get the nutritional value, yeah. leave them raw. Okay. Yep. He was created in 1971. And the story is as simple as this. Okay. Lay it on me. A scientist named Alec Holland, <laughs> plant doctor MD. This guy was all about plants. Uh, he probably was growing giant tomatoes for farmers, uh-huh. those kinds of things. <laughs> Uh, Sitting on a big pumpkin. Yeah, exactly. With the lab coat. (laughs) You know, there are a bunch of those photos up in the lab. Yeah. That's what he was doing. He was out in the bayou of Louisiana. I don't know why that was the one place he needed to do his experiments. Uh-huh. It makes me think that maybe he was on the outs. Like he he was low on funding. And so this is the easiest place to do his experiments is uh, in a shack. Or he'd been kicked out of every city. There you go. Yeah. They said that his vegetable science was too mad. Uh-huh. Well, he's out there committing committing experiments. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yes. I like it. I like the spin. With a biorestorative formula that's apparently going to make vegetables grow Big, grow long, grow hard. Wow. And feed I, the hungry. Feed the hungry. It's going to feed the hungry, sir. Thank you for getting past what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I didn't think of that. <laughs> and then, depending on the source, we're just going to say a bad element breaks into his lab. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's criminals. Sometimes it's in this cartoon, it's like his arch nemesis. Yeah. But basically, they stop the experiments. They want what he's experimenting on. The experiment is a formula, so it gets spilled on him because that's comics. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how it works. <laughs> it spills. Yes. Drainage. Man, if people were just more careful in comics, uh-huh. we wouldn't have comics. <laughs> just put the spider back in in the <laughs> yeah. in the case, okay? In fact, if you see a spider on somebody, let it stay. Uh-huh. See what happens. Because yeah. you can always take him to the hospital, but maybe <laughs> it's irradiated. Spill the bio-restorative formula on him. The place blows. They mm-hmm. explode it. He runs out. It's always the same image of him, even in this cartoon. It's yep. him running out like that famous special effects of the man on fire. Uh-huh. It's like a guy in a kerosene suit yep. runs out on fire and jumps into the swamp to put himself out. Yep. He jumps in there and emerges as the swamp thing. Yes. What is a swamp, Travis? I don't, we can point to them, but there's all these other things, marshes, uh, bayou. I mean, I, I think bayou is, a, you tell me. So I uh, I wrote this down. I wrote down my definition before actually searching it up. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. You know, I, I didn't want to go in there um, already uh, preloaded <laughs> definition, with, with an answer. Where swamp thing lives. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my definition was a wet marshland ecosystem. Mm-hmm. That was my definition. Okay. I mean, that's not bad. I do feel like you're using another term that you also couldn't define. It, Marsh. It's wet, wet trees. Here we go. Trees that halfway live underwater. Yes. And frogs. Wet, yeah. Wet trees and alligators. That's my, that's my definition with three, three words, three commas okay, or two but commas. Then, but you did research. Yes. Okay. What, what is the swamp actually where this guy lives? Um, it's an area of land permanently saturated or filtered with water, usually dominated by trees. There's two types. There's a fresh and a saltwater. A saltwater swamp? Uh-huh. That's weird. So That well, is. Does that mean a shark could get into the swamp? I would think so. I would think so. Yeah. Well, stay away from swamps, people, because they either have <laughs> gators or they got sharks, and I don't, I don't want either one. It's not good. I've never been to a swamp that I'm aware of. Uh, I've been to Louisiana and I've seen swamp from afar uh-huh. and it's like being at the zoo. It's with like binoc- with binoculars, you, yes. you located it I, I threw a sniper rifle scope. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's where swamp thing lives and that's where he jumped in and he emerged a muck man. Pretty much uh, the way that he originally appeared was kind of a green humanoid mud heap. Yeah. Like he does look planty, but only cause he's green. If you colored uh-huh. him Brown, he would just kind of <laughs> look like a, a, a mud man. Right. Uh, over time, he became and was certainly drawn more like a plant god. Like yeah, he learned, up, man. Yeah. When also he learned how to shed his body and then make a new body out of whatever plant matter was around. Yeah. So he could grow really tall. He could get. He could become the entire swamp sometimes. Uh huh. Which is, <laughs> man, where it's at. And so, like, let's say he showed up in the jungle. I'm yeah. sure more than once, but he showed up in the jungle one time. And he almost looked like he was wearing feathers because there was all this colorful plumage-looking plants that were all oh. over him because he's in the rainforest. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a cool <laughs> image, like, and it's a cool thing for artists where you can just continually reinvent exactly how he looks. He's always going to have this kind of weird, it almost looks like a handlebar mustache uh-huh, yeah, thing yeah, yeah. around his mouth. And he always has red and yellow eyes. And that's, like, <laughs> the only consistency that you have to have to have a swamp thing. Yeah. In the cartoon... 
he looks more like a muscle man carved out of broccoli. Right. Kind yeah. of. He's just like a solid chunk of green. And he has this system of like brown roots outlining pecs and abs. Like if uh, a frat guy, you know, they'll do that thing where they like, where they go shirtless and they draw a six pack with Sharpie uh-huh. on their stomachs. <laughs> it's He's doing that with roots. <laughs> right. And I figure if you're a Swamp Thing, you don't even worry about definition, bro. You got the bulk. I love it. His comics have always been horror themed. He is a monster. He's one of these classic, I'm a monster, but I'm soulful. I'm a hero. He still is Alec Holland inside of himself. For a long time, the stories were based around, how do I not be Swamp Thing anymore? (laughs) I don't want to do it anymore. And for a lot of us, it's just take a shower. Oh, yeah. Or do the laundry. But but for him, Uh go to the doctor. doctor, But for him, not always so easy. There came a point where Swamp Thing comics were elevated. Okay. Alan Moore a British writer of comics, came on to Swamp Thing in the 1980s. This is the same guy that did Watchmen. Mm, okay. Amongst many other things, but yeah. for the reference of how you would know anything. He also did Leave of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which is a great comic. And as I understand it, a shit pile of a movie. <laughs> but his stuff has been adapted quite a bit. And he changed a lot about Swamp Thing. He freed him from this whole, I'm just a monster who's trying to become a man again. Okay. <laughs> because that was his story for a long time. His story for a long, long time. So he had, he had more stories after that, huh? More adventures? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's really where it got good. Uh, but that was, I was probably, I mean, I couldn't have been more than 11. Uh-huh. Okay. Get ready to noogie me and do a swirly on me uh-huh. and maybe, I don't know, uh, steal my lunch money. <laughs> Because All at the same time, like like teachers, teachers were giving you nuggies, huh? Dude, well, I'm, for what I'm about to say, they should. <laughs> I would go to science camp in the summer, uh, okay. which I will say some of that was just freezing things with liquid nitrogen and telling Legos what to do with computers. Uh-huh. So after science camp, we'd go to Borders back when that existed. Shout out. So bookstore, <laughs> pushing up glasses. <laughs> And I went and started reading this collection of Alan Moore Swamp Thing stories. Yeah. And they were scary and they were, uh, it was way more mature than I was ready for. But Borders, <laughs> Borders was the place to be. It was a cultural center. Okay. For me, because that's where I also read Watchmen for the first time. And that has a big blue dick in it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm getting exposed. Like, I you can do this in a comic? Blue dicks? Yeah. Oh man. Dude. Blue dicks, green monsters. Uh-huh. <laughs> Blowing my mind, Alan Moore. <laughs> Alan Moore and Borders. Thank you. Oh, science fair to the wall to, for the uh, to the bookstore. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Waldens. And then I probably come back to the science lab and I'm like, uh, can this happen? How blue did dicks get, <laughs> Professor? <laughs> Alan Moore did a famous story called "The Anatomy Lesson," yeah, where the Swamp Thing finds out that he is not Alec Holland, who has been turned into a swamp monster. Right. He is. It's a cool thing, but to say it out loud sounds it's, weird. It's my it's mind blowing yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and I think I know where you're going. First, it starts off that he died, uh-huh. and his biological material was absorbed by the plants in the swamp, and that his formula allowed it to absorb his memories and his consciousness, uh-huh. and then <laughs> formed a swamp being to emulate humanity, and thought it was Alec Holland, and then he finds out I'm not Alec Holland, and he he freaks out for a bit, which. I get. Rightfully so. I would, I would too. Yep. Eventually he finds out, and it's the same writer, Alan Moore. He's like, he kind of reinvents it again, where there have been multiple swamp things throughout the years, throughout the millennia even. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just the most recent one. And they're earth elementals. They represent all plant life. And that's where he finds out he's so much more powerful than he was. Uh, and that's kind of when he becomes the swamp god, right? the plant plant master, <laughs> where he can just make new bodies and control everything. He feels everything that's going on in the swamp. That's the swamp thing that I'm used to. Like super peaceful until provoked. He's kind of like a meditative character. You get a lot of what's going on in his head and it all sounds like poetry because it's all written by this author that really every character he writes sounds like that in their right, brains. That's right. just how he doesn't know another way to write them. <laughs> um, now, now, is it true that he can control if you have any sort of organic matter inside you? I heard, I heard that. I, I, you heard that on the street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but plant life. Yeah. Any sort of plant life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you, if you ate a salad, he could, you know, he could get that and like rip it out of you or something. Have he it could. That's you. not really his style unless you piss him off. Okay. That's the thing. He, he is like the most docile guy until you piss him off. And then he's a force of nature. To be reckoned with. So yeah, I mean, don't eat, uh, don't, don't eat spinach <laughs> if you're planning on pissing off Swamp Thing, guys. <laughs> So we go from this meditative, uh, soulful, thoughtful character in the comics. In the cartoon, he makes his body a thorny wood uh-huh. and says, These cactus needles should make the point. Ah, no, 
So puns are on the yeah. on the table now. They're on the menu for a Swamp Thing. Unleashed. Yes. He also says, I don't know why this is worse to me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Swamp Thing is not a YouTube personality coming on and saying, hey, guys, let me tell you about this today. He doesn't say guys. That's not a Swamp Thing word. That's not in his vocabulary. <laughs> So while Swamp Thing is not wildly popular, he's gotten a lot of shots at the big time. He has. He, he keep calling him back for new projects. <laughs> I, I, he, he must be easy to work with. Hey, hey Swampy, Swampy what, what, are you, what are you doing? We keep coming back to him. What is so compelling about a muckety man? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like I dig the hell out of him. I do too. I mean, man. this is my king. Like, we're talking about kings. Who's my king? Who's my queen? Yeah. This might be my king. Dude. Swamp Thing. I might have to back you on this. Swamp King. Yeah. He gets two movies yes, in the does. 1980s, which is, it, looking back, it makes a lot of sense, uh-huh. being that he is a horror <laughs> character and that the 1980s, just everything that could be a horror movie and maybe shouldn't be a horror movie right. got made into a, thing. a horror movie. <laughs> uh, and this is the Swamp Thing. <laughs> yeah. 1982, we had Swamp Thing. And in 1989, we had Return of the Swamp Thing. Yes, sir. The 1982 film is notable for, a, they're both notable and that they have Swamp Thing in it. Uh-huh. And hey. I'm there. I'm there for it. I want to watch them now. Having watched the trailers, they look fun. We, we need to do this. They do not we, look we good. Need, we need to tag team this. <laughs> they don't look good. They look fun, though. Adrienne Barbeau and the Swamp Thing, an outrageous pair in the incredible adventure that grows on you or all over you. The first one was directed by a pre-Nightmare on Elm Street, Wes Craven. Uh-huh. I read that he came up with Freddy during this time. Yeah. So I'm not going to say the Swamp Thing helped him come up with it, <laughs> but maybe they were chatting backstage and he said something about how he had a bad dream. And then Wes Craven's like, oh my God. <laughs> and they just made it happen. They're, they're both both wearing robes. <laughs> yes. Just getting some, <laughs> some cheese. Because he does perform nude, yeah. Swamp Thing. Yeah, he never is wearing clothes. <laughs> Just a, this pur- is, just a purple robe. So this is Wes Craven, only his fourth film. Further, you've got heavy babage between these two movies. Like, let's just, <laughs> just admit it. Just babe it out yeah, real fast, okay. yeah. In the second movie, you have Heather Locklear. Heather Locklear. Melrose Queen. Melrose Queen. Yeah. Why can't men be more like this? I mean, you can stroke a plant and it doesn't get the wrong idea. And swamp thing. But I can't give you the kind of love you want. Why not? I'm a person. That's okay. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> so she's in the second one. Hey, great. Yeah. But going down that horror road again, Adrienne Barbeau was in the first one. She played the, the Scream Queen in yeah, the first one. Yeah. And this is a woman who was in The Fog, who was in Creep Show, and she used to be married to John Carpenter. Wow. Of Halloween the Thing. <laughs> so like she she is the first lady of horror. Uh-huh. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think so. Horror queen. Yeah. Horror queen. Horror queen. Melrose. We've established a a strict hierarchy of Swamp King, (laughs) Melrose Queen, Uh horror queen. Yes. (laughs) And that makes John Carpenter horror king. I'll back you on that. I'm just going by your logic. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, but we're going to blame this on you when people argue with us about this. That's fine. Tell them to drop a line. Yep. (laughs) Yes, please. Yes. I I swear that I caught some part of one of these movies on TV with friends when we were at the exact right age to have seen this particular thing. I don't even want to watch them because I want to just keep believing that this scene existed in my head. Because I I think it did, (laughs) but not sure. What scene? There's something weirdly sexual about the Swamp Thing and his comics. Oh, it's not just me. No. Okay, Okay, good. I mean, look... (laughs) I'll I'll do a Swamp Thing pen up because guess what? Every month of the year, he's sporting a different look. Uh-huh. Maybe it's because it's just a horror film. They felt like they had to throw this in. I remember seeing a scene where he's getting real close with one of these ladies. I'm, I think it might have been Heather Locklear. Don't know. Okay. He pulls a cucumber out from beneath the frame of the screen. A cucumber, guys. Yeah. Think about that. I'm he reaches fa- below. Falling. I'm Pulls out a cucumber and she takes it and she takes a bite out of it. Wowzers. Yeah. And we were flabbergasted. Uh, Our circuitry was fried. Nonplussed. (laughs) I I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I I felt that was that was one of the most sexual displays I had seen and still have up to this day. Sexual displays of of power. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. One thing hands you his his penis stand in and Uh says, what are you going to do with it? (laughs) That's a weird man. That's what they did. That's and if they didn't, they should. They should take my my misremembering and and turn it into something. No, we're looking that up on this podcast. (laughs) So he got two shots at Hollywood, uh-huh. big Hollywood, the big screen, silver screen <laughs> right. in the 80s. 
And then after the 89's Return of the Swamp thing, I believe he got a shot at the small screen. Is that what we call TV? Yes. <laughs> the, the small the, screen. The baby small the, screen. The tiniest screen. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Uh, 1990, USA Network uh, had a, a Swamp Thing TV series. Ran 72 episodes from 1990 to 93. Do not bring your evil here. I warn you. Beware the wrath of Swamp Thing. And that seems like a perfect place for Swamp Thing. Like, on one hand, uh-huh. I want him to have a better home. <laughs> We've talked about USA. Right. It's like, that's... <laughs> they. If you look at our spreadsheet of cartoons yeah. and the ones that are USA cartoons, there's just a certain flavor yep. to all of them. A lot of them are licensed. They're based <laughs> off of movies or other properties. And they all just have a certain flavor of moonshine uh-huh, they're like moonshine uh-huh, cartoons they're yeah. cartoons that were made uh illicitly it's a, yeah it's a certain yeah. seasoning yes and this isn't even a cartoon this was the live action series i've seen some clips from it it's always weird to see swamp thing with human eyes because he has red and yellow eyes right. in the comics uh-huh. and just human teeth and it just looks like this is just a man covered in 80 pounds of gunk right in a rubber suit <laughs> But it's you know, USA would always have Elvira used to do Horror Night or whatever it oh, was yeah, like yeah, up yeah, all yeah, night yeah, yeah, yeah. on USA Network. So the combination of sleaze and horror. I, I here's the thing: Swamp Thing I feel like has no place in sleaze land uh-huh. as far as my reading him in the comics. He's a spiritual character, yeah. but I get what they're going for, and I want to see it because uh-huh. I think this. I mean, a 30 minute live action thing for Swamp Thing that just seems like what a piece of shit that must have been. I'm uh-huh. sorry. <laughs> So 1982, a movie, 1989, a movie, and then 1990 to 1993, a live action television show. So 89 to 93, if you're a Swamp Thing fan, uh-huh. you're, you're basking <laughs> in the glow of this man finally getting his due. During that same time as the live action television show being on, this cartoon series drops in 1990. I don't know which idea came first, the tune or the toy line, uh-huh. <laughs> because there is a Kenner toy line that is attached to this cartoon. Uh, I'm going to assume that it's the TMNT model of, hey, we got these toys. Uh-huh. Let's make a show to sell the toys. Hey, I got these toys, man. Now, according to an online fan source, this flabbergasted me again. <laughs> Consider me double flabbered. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, you're really getting the FG right now. According to an online fan source, Kenner invested $6 million in the toy line. And I, I don't even understand how toys cost that much to develop and create uh-huh. <laughs> because, you know, they're just plastic. But that same source also states that according to Kenner, tests showed the toys were more popular with male children between the ages of 6 and 11 than G.I. Joe and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, that just can't be. Uh-huh. It doesn't that, sound right. Yeah, that's wishful right. thinking. Somebody's boiling the books over there. And I'm going to say that's why this cartoon also probably got made. Is they're like, kids are eating the, up these Swamp Thing toys. We got to make a tune. This thing's going to be the next TMNT. And somebody just forgot to carry the one somewhere. Give me the five episodes now. This thing only ran five episodes. <sighs> Sadly. Sadly. Yeah. And, they, and CBS turned it down. Uh-huh. And then it went to Fox Kids. For five episodes. Fox said, we'll burn those off for you. No problem. We did something for the first time in watching the Swamp Thing Mm -hmm. cartoons for this episode. We watched the first episode and we watched the last episode, the Alpha and the Omega. So we know where it starts and we know where it ends. Mm -hmm. Uh, They clearly didn't think that they were going to stop making cartoons at the end of the fifth episode. It pretty much just, (laughs) they seemed like they were ready to go. It plateaued. The first thing on the docket and we've already talked about it, but it's worth talking about a little bit more. Okay. It has to be the theme song for this show. Mm-hmm. Let's hear a little bit more of that. I don't know who elected this singer, like our representative right. from humankind uh-huh. to talk to Swamp Thing about like, this is not the way to amp that guy up. Yeah. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think shit rock is Swamp Thing's genre of choice. Uh, just, man, you know, a dad working at Kenner or, or at Deke or whoever made that decision uh-huh. and said, this is going to kill. Yeah. He, he rode his Harley into work that day. <laughs> And was like, listen, I got the juice for you right yeah. here. Kids love the trogs. Uh-huh. This is their thing. This is their jam. Yeah. Now, 
at some point between the first and the last episode, they changed the theme song mm-hmm. or at least part <laughs> of it. They changed the music, but kept the same vocal track. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it is brain melting. It's like a computer accidentally did this. Right. They accidentally created this thing that makes you makes your eyes go cross eyed. <laughs> like, it's just I started drooling listening to it. I could not believe what I was hearing. Somehow they found a way to unimprove on an already awful, truly awful, <laughs> trash heap, shit pile of a theme song for this very dignified character. Poignantly said, sir. The cartoon is definitely set in Louisiana. You see a fan boat in the first three minutes of the first episode. Uh-huh. And there are multiple fan boats. Everybody's got a fan boat. Like, I'm sure the toy vehicles, I'm sure we're all fan boats. The fa- fan boat has a fan boat. There, you see gators. Yep. The state bird of Louisiana. Uh, <laughs> the, ga- the gator bird. <laughs> yes. And they use frogs at one point to foil the villains. Yes. The villains, we're getting to them. Swamp Thing is attacked immediately up on the beginning of the first episode. Like, yep. th- And I don't know if this is a typical day for Swamp Thing where he just wakes up and is attacked, but uh, three guys are coming at him. They are called the Unmen. Mm-hmm. Unmen. Yeah. Like X-Men. Yep. <laughs> but replace the X with Un. Uh, they are, they're too hot for TV. Uh-huh. They're a little too spooky and just makes me feel squeamish. Showing a lot of skin. Oh, man. There's a lot. Yeah, you're right. got a lot of unskin showing. I mean, it is humid out there. Yeah. So, you gotta, you know, sun's <laughs> out, gun's out. First among them, we've got Dr. Demo. Mm-hmm. This is Baron Sometti from GoldenEye 64. Plus a snake, plus bad poetry. Uh-huh. Uh, he, just walking around, has scaly, he's a scaly voodoo man in a top hat who yeah. speaks in rhymes. Heavy voodoo hat, man. Yeah. That's a heavy-duty voodoo hat. Baron Sumedi is like a character of voodoo or in voodoo uh, practices. Yeah. That is a god or a loa or whatever. I, I don't know the terms. Okay. My, I, my voodoo for dummies is ca- <laughs> catching dust right now. Swamp Ting is a fool to make any man cower. At the bug beast command is monstrous power. But you know he's a voodoo man, because not only does he have this Cajun accent, he has a Swamp Thing voodoo doll that he whittled from what looks like an artichoke. Yeah. It's very cute. Uh-huh. And I don't know if it really does anything, uh, yeah. but he sure is trying with that. The toy came with that, too. Oh, did it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the toy the toy came with that. But this guy is like pale yellow skin, uh, no irises. Uh-huh. Uh, just spooky to like he's not human. Red he's, pants, black shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the red pants and the black shirt were the thing that really Come got me. Come on now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to question it at that point. <laughs> We've also got a fellow named Weed Killer. Yes. Who is an exterminator with blue skin. So again, like it's just kind of we have to push everybody slightly off from human mm-hmm. and not explain why. There's not a, <laughs> you know, I used to be an exterminator and I inhaled too many of my own experimental chemicals or something like that. But he's he's got a gas mask, so he's well equipped for the pandemic. Right, boss. A shot of chemtoxin will trim his weeds. He has a poisonous backpack super soaker that he can spray weed killer and, and man, uh, he really is swamp things like biggest. <sighs> Issue, man. I well, he is. Here's the thing: when he sprays him, Swamp Thing just passes out. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> That's so. Like he has the Captain Planet thing going of if I'm confronted with pollution, and yeah. it affects me. Uh-huh. But he just passes out. Yeah. That's pretty easy to recover from for old Swamp Thing. He dehydrates him. Yeah, exactly. Gets a heat stroke. Yeah. And it. <laughs> Getting to the third unman, I have to say up front. Something you never want to hear in any situation is skin man's coming. Right. <laughs> skin man's coming. Uh-huh. Yeah, you don't want to hear that. Terrifying. Yeah. Uh, so many with a ban- implications. With a banjo playing in the background. Yes. Yeah. Skin man? Skin man's coming. Hold that pose, swap thing. After I smash you, I'm taking you to Dr. Arcane. One piece at a time. Skin man is the last of the unmen. Uh, he sounds like a Mr. Skin competitor. Uh-huh. Like he runs the somehow dirtier, skeevier version of Mr. Skin. <laughs> I'm the Skin Man. Uh, he sn- snuff films galore. Oh man, <laughs> he just sells you skin yeah. on the side of the road. Uh-huh. He's got like, I got whole human suits for sale. I got Jennifer Aniston skin. <laughs> oh man. Now to look at him, I mean he's he's not human either. Right. He looks like a tall golem. 
yes. from Lord of the Rings. Yes. Like kind of el- elven ears and grayish skin. But I don't I don't know what's going on with these guys. Uh-huh. I don't know if this is maybe I'm missing out on what's going on in Louisiana. Uh-huh. Uh, but <laughs> Something going on with these dudes. I don't know. Skin's coming. Skin man. Skin, Skin man's man. coming. It's a no matter what's being said, it's a warning. Yeah. It's not a oh, by the way, Skin Man's coming to uh-huh. the soiree yeah. later. No, it's yeah. run. Uh Skin Man's coming. Run. Say prayers. Yeah. Call loved ones. Skin man. He's still he's not that scary in person, at least not as he first shows up. Skin man's coming. You're right. Weed killer is the closest to being a threat. Yes. Still not much of one. Mm-hmm. Swamp thing he has all these swamp control body changing powers right. and the thing. So he could totally rip through these guys. Uh-huh. They are not a good threat for him, <laughs> but apparently you can transform these guys because this, this, this is their natural state, right? A, a scaly man, a skin man, uh-huh. a blue skin. I mean, it's all, that's just how they wake up in the morning. And then they get into a Cronenberg machine that makes them horrors from the neck up. Yes. It turns them into truly the fly style horrors. Uh, just uh, just uh, as a child, <laughs> you know, kids were put in hospitals over this, I hope. <laughs> the things nightmares are made it's, out of. It's seriously. <laughs> yeah. Really, really. Uh-huh. Because they turn, and this is like, you know, and I'm in the toys. I know they had like, a, you could attach yes. these mutations to their heads. Yeah. But they mutate just from the neck up. Dr. Demo becomes a, a really detailed snake, uh-huh. like a very realistic looking snake, huge head yep. from the neck up. Skin Man becomes a bat, mm-hmm. again, very realistic looking. And then Weed Killer becomes the worst thing. Yes. A millipede monster with human teeth. <laughs> like with all its little arms <laughs> flagellating. Yep. Just the dopest toy though. Oh yeah, but the teeth, man. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, a bug with human teeth? <laughs> I don't care how big or small it is, that's frightening. Yeah, and that, that's crazy to think the skin man becomes less intimidating than uh, <laughs> yes. than weed killer he, for a the, second. He's the least intimidating of yeah. them almost. Right. Well, why are these guys after Swamp Thing? Why who who put them in the transducer Cronenberg machine? What what the hell's going on? Uh-huh. What is happening in Swamp Thing's Swamp? Who's the boss? Tony Danza. I don't know. Some people argue it's Angela, <laughs> and some people say it's Mona. I say it's Anton Arcane, mm-hmm. the arch enemy of Swamp Thing, the arch enemy to end all arch enemies for him. He is not a guy that has like a ton of villains right. running around uh, <laughs> the plant eater. The, yeah, vegetarians seem to be his biggest threat. Oh, vegetarians yeah, you're right. Yeah. That, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Just a guy with a, with a satchel backpack. The vegan. Yeah. Yeah, a guy with a, a hacky sack or a... <laughs> <laughs> a tie-dye t-shirt. I think we're a little behind on who exactly becomes yeah, vegan. I think so too. <laughs> this is a guy. He starts off as a human mm-hmm. in the cartoon. But with good hair too. Oh, it, dude. He's just handsome. The, just the bestest of hair. He looks like a deep South Dracula. Yeah. He's wearing like the cape with the collar that's connected to two gold medallions. Oh, yeah. He's got his pants tucked into his boots. He's sexified. Yeah. Dude, he's sex- he starts off sexy. I hate to say that, but he's pretty sexified. Well, no wonder he is obsessed with immortality then. He wants to keep his looks while he's got them, uh-huh. I guess. that's I'm, I'm, I'm attaching that to him. Uh, he practices magic. He mixes magic and science to try and find a way to live forever. That is his only goal. Say goodbye to Swamp Thing, boys. He's donating himself to science. Today, the first day of the rest of my immortal life. Not bad. I mean, do, we, do you really want to live forever? No, me personally, no. No, but... I, I can see the appeal, though. I want to live forever. <laughs> that could convince me. Yeah. Maybe I should listen to that song. Uh, yeah. That is what he's after. And so he's after Swamp Thing. In the comics, it's sometimes like he wants to take Swamp Thing's body. He just wants to be in that body because that's an immortal <laughs> body. He want to be in that body. I want to be in that body. Swamp Thing, baby. I want to be in that body. <laughs> you will listen up. He wants to take over his body because in, in this, it's that he wants the formula for Swamp Thing's thing that turned him into Swamp Thing because he thinks it will help him live forever. Swamp Thing's thing. Swamp Thing's thing. You heard it first here, guys. It's Just know that. Just know that that's what he wants from Swamp Thing. Yeah. He is seeking Swamp Things to, to find immortality, and that's the answer. Uh-huh. But Anton <laughs> is one of those names like Damien that if you're naming your kid now— like you are at least consigning them to working in Hot Topic forever. Oh, if not, just people assuming that they're evil when they're they may not be bad guys at all. Shout out to Hot Topic. You don't trust an Anton. You don't trust a Damien. You don't trust a Killian. You don't Oof. trust a Cain. Ever since the Bible it yeah, did that okay. hit job on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So there are names out there that you just you're gonna have a widow's peak and you're gonna be pale. <laughs> 
and this guy is. <laughs> By the end of episode one, yeah. something happens with the transducer that he uses to uh, further horrify, uh-huh. horrify <laughs> transducer. By the end of episode one, he turns into, uh, he's mutated on accident. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, shit, you were sexy before. Now you're basically a purple Klingon. Uh-huh. He, he's basically Skin Man the sequel. Like, he looks a lot like Skin Man, just purpler. Hey, Skin Man's uh, coming. I don't know if shit. you know or not. Yeah, Skin, Skin Man's coming? Yeah, he's coming. Fuck. Yeah, he just said. Uh, he's RSVP'd. I do. Lo- he keeps the suit, though. Yeah. And I do love a non-human in a good suit. Hell yeah. That's a good look. Like, yeah. you just put, a, like, a monster, an alien, whatever, that is bipedal into a suit. Yeah. I'm into it. It's a good polar opposite. Yeah, it's yeah, it's hot. Yeah. Well, yeah, because suits are good. Everyone mm-hmm. likes a well-dressed Suit. man. Yep. <laughs> Women go crazy for him. Yeah, they do. And if you didn't think Arcane was evil enough, uh, he does own a plantation. Yeah. I don't see anybody working on it, but I just feel like we need a new word for these, right? Yeah. Do we not need we, to just call it? Because I feel bad uh, even. Old Southern home. Well, just three words. Old Southern home. Big old mansion. Big old. That's three. Big yep. old mansion. Big yep. old mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, between that and then later we find out he has a yacht. And neither one is in like great. They they both look they were abandoned. Yeah. They both look like they were police auction buys for him, <laughs> or like they are. He, he seeks out places where people have been recently murdered and like sends his real estate uh, yeah, agent. Yeah. And it's like you want to deal on this? I'm willing to buy. You got a sweet deal. Yeah, because it's not, in, not. It's in disarray. Uh huh. Yeah. He's got a guy though. <laughs> I got a sweet haunted yacht. That's right. The first episode is bringing you about a character a minute for about 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you went, went G.I. Joe real fast. Fast. Yeah. There's way too many characters uh-huh. in this. And uh, at least two of them, <laughs> I would excise completely, even from our conversation, if we weren't trying to cover this damn cartoon. Uh-huh, yeah. But they, the approach to making this cartoon was, of course, something needs friends to fight all these monsters, right? And the answer is no. Uh-huh. They try to give them a team the whole swamp is his team. Yeah. Swamp Thing is a team of one. Uh-huh. I mean, he has friends in the comics. He has a family. He has a lot of stuff, but he is not a guy who is like, I better go grab my buddies. Man, I need a guy with a water gun real Exa- bad. Exactly. Thank you. Real bad, man. I need a human man to co- <laughs> with no superpowers to go help me with this. Hey, man, you got two kids that can help me out? Oh, man. So let's get to them. Yeah, let's do the it. The ones that are, are the least of a bother. Uh-huh. <laughs> they gain some points for diversity right away because they have a Native American man and an African American man as his two right hand guys that he hangs with, his two human, his bros, uh-huh. right? Okay, I don't think he needs bros, but he's got them, so let's make it. They lose any of those points immediately by having the Native American man go by the name Tomahawk. Morning, Tomahawk. There was fight, all right. Must have been first class bog brawl. Another run in with Arcane's thugs. Mm. Yes, <laughs> he was just missing the yes. contemplative. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's cool. He's he's very capable. So good for that. But you don't you name him like headdress or something like don't do this. We're, we're taking a few steps back, man. The other guy is Bayou Jack. I love it. It sounds like a restaurant. I love I it. I want to eat at Bayou there, Jack's. There actually is. There's some Bayou Jack's are there out Bayou there. Jacks? There really are. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, let's go, man. Yeah, let's, go. let's go take After some this. pictures there. Yeah, we'll check it out. This ought to do it, Jack. Your bog blaster is ready for action. Thanks, man. If Arcane wants to start a swamp war, Bayou Jack is ready. He is a Vietnam vet. Uh-huh. This was not mentioned in the cartoons that we watched, but I saw it written uh-huh. on the page yep. uh, online, yeah, so I'll too. believe it. Yeah, me too. And his job... Oh, here's the thing. Tomahawk is the game warden. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. Okay, yeah. so he, he is in charge of <laughs> what you can hunt and when. Great, whatever. Yeah. Uh, didn't know we had those in the swamp, but I, it makes sense. I guess we got gators. Can't hunt gators year-round. There you go. You'll end up gatorless. Yep. <laughs> and then Bayou Jack's job is he waters swamp thing full-time? I don't know. What does he do? I don't know what he's out there doing in the first place. He has, like you said, a water. He ha- the same way that Weed Killer has a super soaker backpack. Uh-huh. This guy has a super soaker uh-huh. backpack, but it's just full of swamp water. <laughs> full of swamp water, just bro. Full of swamp water. He's just knocking stuff down. Hey, you got a coat? Can you me knock down? I got you. There are various times where he just hoses down swamp thing and it seems to give him extra power. <laughs> Bro, he's the friend you want, man. He's the friend you want. Quick, spray me. I'm hungry. Uh-huh. And then and then goes, uh, he hoses him down with a modest amount of swamp water. Yeah, it's a good amount. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he is retired. He's a retired Vietnam vet. So, he, you know, he's just. Is he retired? I don't. I don't know either. You mean retired from being in Vietnam? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's a retired serviceman. He retired back in 1969. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> 
So these guys, I can get behind. These guys are both cool enough. They pass. I they understand. Pass. They gotta make. To- they gotta make toys. Yeah. So uh, probably Kenner came up with these guys, and someone said you gotta put them in the cartoon. Get on it. Character a minute. Two of the characters that show up, the ones I was talking about. Let's just ship them out. Uh huh. Put them in the meat grinder. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> we gotta talk about these damn kids. JT and Delbert. Mm-hmm. I don't know which is which, and I don't want to know. Uh-huh. Uh, they are just <laughs> worthless additions to uh, not a bad cartoon. I mean, uh-huh. I would have loved this cartoon as a yeah, kid. Yeah. I would have been way into it. We're just catching frogs, Tomahawk. Uh, JT says we can sell them for a bundle. And, well, uh, uh, what my man Delbert means to say is we're just uh, relocating the local wildlife. This is not a show that needs more characters and they didn't need kids for it to be cool because they don't they rarely do anything of import. You've got a, a game warden. Yep. And you've got a Vietnam vet. I think they got it guys, covered. Yeah. One of them's got a super soaker. I think they can handle it. Hey, I think the kids are good for the, the info dumps, you know, just to explain. That is how they it ends up happening. Yeah, that's uh-huh. a good point. Because <laughs> at one point they are kidnapped by the unmen to be taken to the big old mansion, uh-huh. Arcane's place. <laughs> and there they meet. Abby Arcane, Abigail Arcane, yep. the niece of Anton Arcane. She is, she. this is a huge character in the comics. None okay. of these other people are in the comics. This yep. is all made up for the cartoon and toys. She's not as big as Ant- Anton, right? They're, uh, they look to be about the same height. Not the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's way more important than Anton Arcane. Okay. Um, so in the, the cartoon, let's say first, yes. Yes. she was like ahead of the curve on the whole girls dyeing their hair white thing uh-huh. is what it looks like. She yeah. says a shock of white hair. And that's based on the comic where she really has more of a reverse rogue where it's like white hair, but with two black streaks. Yes. A reverse rogue. Yeah. Cool looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is living at Anton Arcane's big old house. Uh-huh. <laughs> big old mansion. And I don't know. I don't know why. I think in the comics is that he just kind of was in charge of her because he killed her dad, his brother, yeah. at one point. But it's like they, she's just kind of living there and they don't really interact, but she is helping the kids escape. Clearly, she doesn't like her uncle and agree with his kidnapping yeah, uh, okay. stance. But she pulls out Swamp Thing's journal mm-hmm. that he gave her and tells them his origin. I'm Abby Arcane. I live here, unfortunately. Monsters don't keep journals. He's a brilliant scientist named Dr. Alec Holland. He trusted this notebook to me. It tells the story of his life's passion in his very own words. So that that's really her function in the show. Yes, you're right, is to just kind of be a helper. We haven't watched the other episodes. Maybe she does more in them. But yes, in the comics, uh, Abigail Arcane, later known as Abigail or Abby Holland, mm-hmm. is Swamp Thing's wife, uh, common law. Yeah, I don't think they ever went to the courthouse or anything or stood in front of a man of the cloth, but they were friends first, as you should be. Yeah, always. And then, and then they got married by living in a swamp together for many years. Uh. Uh, they have a daughter together, Tiffy Holland, who is part human, part plant elemental. And that's where the whole cucumber eating of it all uh-huh. <laughs> comes in because there are issues, one in particular of Alan Moore's Swamp Thing, where Swamp Thing creates psychedelic tuber style, like almost yams on his body. Okay. Because he he can't he can't have sex with her, right? I mean, I guess he could make... Look, I don't want to get into that. Yeah. He, <laughs> too many hand motions uh-huh, to get there. Yeah, I like it. He hands her this psychedelic drug that he's given her. He's like, take this, and this is going to be us being intimate together. They have trip sex, essentially, through her eating tubers off of his body that make her trip. She sees the world as he sees it, and they have this whole psychedelic trip that they have, and that's how they get intimate with each other. Wowzers. There are issues later, like a two- or three-issue arc, where they face bestiality charges in Gotham City, where Batman hangs. Luckily, he did not make this. This wasn't his caller. He didn't say, hey, by the way, you guys got to stop doing that. Uh-huh. Take you in. Wasn't <laughs> hey, that. It's bad luck here. It, it was just that somebody was fucking with them. And so they brought Abby in on bestiality charges. I just imagine you just like inside the borders. Like, hey, kid, you got to leave, man. Yeah, man. It's wild. And it's like actually well done in the comics. But these are the comics that were the best. Of Swamp Thing, and then they made a cartoon out of it (laughs) for children, for kids. So episode one really is your introduction to the team, the Swamp, Uh, the Swamp Team, yeah, and the Unmen and Arcane, and. By the end of it, all that's really happened is you know that Arcane wants Swamp Thing to be immortal, and now he's a weird-looking guy. Yeah. He's one of the unmen. 
and, <laughs> and and that's really all you got to know. Yeah. And I bet it's not that different in each episode between then and episode five. It, it can't be. Couldn't be. So episode five, Experiment in Terror yes. is the title. Mm-hmm. And in this, some government assholes, Dr. Wiley specifically, they're in town to hunt down that Swamp Thing legend. Yes. They are sporting, I, I don't know what branch of the government they work for, but they're sporting like some science fiction technology, <laughs> like a helicopter from Mask <laughs> that drops them off in tanks and all this shit. Uh, like, have dot, we, A dot, S dot. Yes. <laughs> well, they do capture Swamp Thing. They freeze him. They take him to New Orleans. Uh-huh. Nolens, come yeah. on. <laughs> Nolens, baby. To a lab that they have there. Uh, they're just assuming, I think, that he is like a, a Bigfoot, but plants. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah. Because when they unfreeze, they're about to do a laser autopsy uh-huh. on him and he comes to life and he talks and they're luckily the kind of scientist that doesn't dissect things that talk. Uh-huh. And they're just like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy's got family. <laughs> He reveals his origin. That's when they go through his origin for yep. about five minutes. Uh-huh. They think, hey, maybe with all the plant research that we're doing, because that's what they're working on, and that's why they wanted to capture him, yeah. we could actually help you turn back into a human. Which, you know, if you read the comics, you know, he's not turning back into a human. Uh, but maybe that <laughs> was human. But they haven't read the comics. So he's hopeful now. I can finally be a man again. Yep. That's when Arcane and the Unmen crash the party and uh-huh. trash the lab. Uh-huh. He, I believe he just says, it's, you don't get to kill Swamp Thing, I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically what he says. That's my bag, baby. So they take Swamp Thing and finally Arcane's going to have Swamp Thing, right? Yeah. Well, the kids, they play their part. They warn Bayou Jack. Swamp Thing's been t- kidnapped and taken to New Orleans. So they go. The problem is, it's Mardi Gras, baby. Ooh. The party is so wild on the streets of Louisiana, of New Orleans, that they don't even notice this custom fan boat and a man with a bandolier uh-huh. and, and oh, yeah, weapons yeah. out in the out <laughs> in the open. Nobody notices. Right. And later, when Swamp Thing is shambling around on the streets of Mardi Gras, people just assume he is a drunk man in a suit. Because, uh-huh. guys, that's nonsense. Dude, Mardi Gras is cray-cray. It's that cray. Yeah. You can be a monster. It's Cray times two. Now Swamp Thing escapes his captors, but Weed Killer blasts him with the poison juice. That's Yes, the poison juice. Yes. He, he super soaks him. Yes. And at first he just passes out. But later, walking around Louisiana after Swamp Thing has escaped, he starts talking about how fucking polluted Ugh. New Orleans is. The city smog. It's as bad as Weed Killer's defoliance. Oh, this city is no place for growing things. Excuse me, sir. Are you okay? The, the pollution is killing me. It's so bad there that he literally turns into a puddle, uh-huh. a, a brown puddle. Like uh, we all have vegetables that we put in the crisper yeah. in the refrigerator and they all we all let them <laughs> rot. We all do this. Right. And the, the brown juice that leaks out. The brown vegetable juice, that's yeah, what he turns that's, into. That's swampy. So that's what Louisiana does to plant people. Uh-huh. So p- according to <laughs> New Orleans specifically, according to Swamp Thing, I feel like New Orleans would have taken him to court over this. Because uh-huh. apparently they really were pissed off at the Simpsons for a song about how bad New Orleans was. Yeah. Like, and made a whole thing about that. So, but like, I, I, I didn't know this about New Orleans, and I just don't even know if that's accurate. Me neither. Is I it don't. that much of a bustling pollutant industry industrial <laughs> community and this is very captain planet too because you know if captain planet even sees an oil spill yeah he gets queasy oh yeah and so swamp thing he's been sprayed he is breathing in pollutants uh it's also mardi gras that's probably just kind of freaking him out a little bit yeah. he's not used to that <laughs> too many people yeah it's too it's too cray uh-huh so he turns into a puddle and somehow makes his way over to the lab the lady collects him in a beaker and give some light and water because that's, you know, and you got to talk to your plants too, people. <laughs> His face when it pops out of that mud puddle, he's like, hey, man, I know. It's, it's rough such, over here. It's such a weird, I, I, I enjoy the weirdness I, I of do, it. The, I do too. The comics accurate weirdness of it. But they water him. They give him some sunlight. I don't uh-huh. know if they put, maybe they give him some uh, fertilizer, <laughs> you know. That's a miracle grow. Yeah. And he's back, baby. Yeah. Just in time to save the day. Everybody's mm-hmm. fine. Bayou Jack at the end of this episode bring Swamp Thing a letter, uh-huh. <laughs> which may be one of his swamp chores. Like you got to water Swamp Thing and you got to bring him his mail. <laughs> I guess Swamp Thing has a P.O. box in town somewhere. He, ha- he has to. By the way, here's a letter uh-huh. from Dr. Wiley, the, the head scientist that had originally captured him. And now, yeah. you know, of course, they're on his side saying, you know how Anton Arcane destroyed our lab? Don't think we can help you after all. 
You're lost, stuck as a swamp. I thing. lost all my paperwork, man. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then the series must continue. Uh-huh. Right? It's got to. You've even right? got Anton Arcane like swearing his revenge, something along the lines of, I will not quit until I ha- it doesn't matter what he says. Right. You won't have to quit. Here's your pink slip. Uh-huh. The series is canceled, buddy. I'm sorry, man. It's over oh, for you. Oh, man. It's sad, over for all of you. outcome. Swamp Stands still had their taste for the next three years, I guess, on the USA Network with the live action. Yeah, yeah. correct. Okay. But after that, no more Swamp Thing. Yeah. His time had passed. Mm-hmm. But had it? No. <laughs> I'm speaking only in clickbait from okay. here on out, okay? You'll, you won't believe <laughs> what happens next. We'll have you in tears. In 2019, not very long ago... On the DC Universe, I believe it's an app. I don't understand what DC is doing with their television. Uh I don't watch any of it, but some of it's on the CW, like the Arrow stuff. Yeah. But then there's also Titans and these things that are, I guess, on an app that you can get. Okay. And now they're on HBO Max. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, that Swamp Thing got another series. Yep. Just one season. (laughs) Yep. Look, the guy, he doesn't have to go long because he comes strong. Mm. Okay? Mm. He is a peaceful guy uh, for the most part. Yeah. If you come around and you cause any trouble to anyone he cares about or anything like that, like when they took his wife to Gotham City for a fucking bestiality rap, uh-huh. he became a mountain and attacked Gotham City. And Batman ultimately is it gave up and just said, you guys got to let her go. So don't fuck with Swamp Thing. Don't do it. Because he's going to be back in probably another 10 years with another TV show. Uh-huh. And he remembers. <laughs> Thank you all for sloshing around the swamp with us. Mud and Moggin. Checking out this muckety man with us today yes. here on the Days Past Tooncast. If you want to do something good for Earth Day, don't do anything else. This is environmental enough. Go to Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. Give us a five-star review and leave us a written review. When you do that, we appear to more people. Like Swamp Thing appearing from the Merc, we will appear to more people the more of those we get. So please head over there and do it. I know so many people don't do it. Just do it. Yeah, for sure. And hey, instead of going out there and littering and dirtying up the world, get in front of your laptop, your computer, hell, your cell phone, and pull up dptooncast.com. That's our website. And also Twitter and Instagram at dptooncast. All right, leaving the swamp now, heading towards an orange horizon for the next cartoon on the next episode here in a couple weeks. Orange because we're covering a Nicktoon, Nickelodeon's Rocco's Modern Life. If you don't know what this is, (laughs) you're a lost soul in this world, okay? This is a classic Nicktoon, so you are going to come back. I'm going to tell you right now, mister. You're going to come back and you're going to listen to us talk about a certain wallaby, his turtle friend, and a cow raised by a wolf family. Mm. Happy Earth Day to all and to all a happy Earth Day and tutor my duder. Oh, happy Earth Day. (laughs) Skin man's coming. Tutor my duder. Skin man's coming. Skin man's coming. Skin man coming through. <laughs> Got a skin man walking here. <laughs> oh shit. Skin man's coming. Oh god damn it. Oh, Hunt, by the way, uh, can you can you make an extra portion for dinner? Uh, skin man's coming. <laughs> I'm a skin man. Are you a boob man? Or are you a butt man? What are you? Uh, me? I'm a skin man. Yeah. I like skin. Everything skin. If you got skin, you're my type. I like it on a person. I like it off a person. I like I like it in my <laughs> I like it in my suitcase at the Motel Six. <laughs> I like it off my ladies. I like it on my ladies. I like it on my guys. I like it off my guys. When I get chicken, I ask for skin only. Uh huh. I'm a skin man. <laughs> you imagine that? I'm a skin man. <laughs> 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 <laughs>